Hello, and welcome to the Squeaky Bum Time Podcast with Mike and Laurent. It is Friday, September 3rd. We just went through the transfer window, and in this episode, we're going to talk about all the transfers, every single one. But first, Mike, how did you feel about the transfer window as a whole, as an event, as a thing? We had no dildos in the ears, but we had others. What would you like <laughs> we to didn't. We, we had the greatest transfer window of all time. And the funny thing about that was that transfer deadline day was good. It was fine. But it sort of went out with a fart noise relative to Cristiano Friday, Ronaldo, Thursday, Friday, Leo yeah. Messi, Romelu Lukaku, all the Kane stuff. We'll get all into it. But wow. Um, Fabrizio Romano, have yourself a day off, will you? What a guy. <laughs> I love yeah, him. I watched. I watched him on Twitch. He I did too. Hanging out, doing nothing. Yeah, well, that. But it was like his buddy was doing all the talking, and he was clearly off camera, like on four cell phones. He was like, he was like if Adam Schefter and Waj and um and who's the doofus from baseball, Jeff Passan, if they all yeah. were like in one person, but they're Italian and handsome. That was Fabrizio <laughs> Romano. He was he was so great. Um, we got to have him on the show. We got to. Uh, throw a Hail Mary and get him on here. But what's, um, what's his thing? Here we go. Here we go. Right. So yeah, he's um, got his own branded weird thing. Like he's just be on. Why does it, this is the thing. Like you think about, I'm going to digress a little bit, but like you think about ESPN and how they do the stupidest things in the world. Just like get the best people. What are you doing? Well, the definition of the best people, the thing about the idea of journalism is that it's nebulous and there's no, there's no scoreboard. There's no way to grade them. Right. So in this case there is in this case, right. It's whoever's getting the most scoops and whoever's getting, but like how Bob Nightingale baseball still has a job. Like he, he tweeted a fake Jeff Passan account during the deadline stuff. He gets duped all the time by idiots on Twitter. So it's like, what, what the, the, the what's the sign from one of the uh like protests last year like our expectations were for you were low but holy fuck like that's a yeah. lot of the guys out there where it's like how do you still have a job yeah, meanwhile meanwhile in europe the main difference is there's not there's not um negligence it's intentional it's like hey uh we're trying to just stir up rumors and stories and whatever yeah, so it up. it's all it's, it's crazy no and the other thing is there's no access right so you just have to make it. right 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 um, anyway, but we're, we're going to go through we're going to through some of the big teams uh, mm -hmm. and then talk a little bit about some of the finer points that we thought were really cool about this. But first, I'm going to throw it back at you. Let's talk about what are you wearing, Laurent? I happen to know. Hey, I got my squeaky bum time T-shirt. Look at that, that shirt. And, oh, um, it's lovely. I got inspired by. <laughs> Bless you. They didn't. The I, cough I, button didn't work. No? But what you got is who'd you get inspired by? I got inspired by my friend Joe, uh, Joe Howard out in Seattle, uh, his family and Ann and, and the kids. Uh, he took a picture of it and he was like, send it. He took a picture of himself with the shirt on. I was like, oh, I'm buying my own goddamn shirt. Joe, we love you. Show. We love Joe you. Joe Howard, you fucking legend. What a man. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. So yeah, we've got Great merch guy. available on chopsportsmedia.com. Yeah. Uh, you'll see it under the squeaky bum time link. We've got a few shirts. We've got the Nuno Nose shirt, which by the way, undefeated. 3-0, 1-0 wins, and we've got our logo on a bunch of stuff. So check it out. Take a good look. We have um, – we're working on a new design for a Man Ooh. City shirt, the pep roulette, if <laughs> you will. Of, it's, a, it's, it's, a little, it's a little mean, but it's also like fantasy nerdy. Yeah. yeah, it's a little janky, but we're working on it still. Um, <laughs> keep in mind, we are the designers of these, so, you know, questionable quality at best. But we're doing the best we can here. But yeah. anyway, let's get into it. Um, we're going to start with Manchester United. We're, like I said, we're going to talk about the, the, the main teams. And as the Premier League goes, there was no bigger story than Cristiano Ronaldo returning back to the Manchester Red and and really capping off what was otherwise a strong window for them. Yeah, but holy really holy was. cherry on the Sunday, Batman. Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, at first, let's sort of sort of do the rundown. They finally got Jaden Sancho done after two years of chasing him. They did that early. That was like right in the Euros almost. Mm -hmm. Right after the Euros. They cover him off. That's no problem. Then part of the sort of star drain of spain which is a whole other topic and we'll, we'll make sure we cover we cover what's going on with barcelona as an anecdote part of the star drain is you have the three-time winning defensive partnership of the european championship leave so real madrid's two best defenders um uh, ramos and veron both leave they grab veron 
on a relatively relatively cheap. He's in his mid twenties. He's in his late twenties. Forty forty one million pound transfer for Varane. This is a top level defender. And then you know they grabbed uh, Tom Heaton, a former former United player, as a backup to the backup. Right. So they've got their goalkeeping on a free. On a free, so no big deal there. They move Dan James out after they get Ronaldo, who was never should never have been on United. I don't know how he even got there. It was uh, so weird go- watching him play for United when they had all this attacking talent. Like he even played a few games this season. And I yeah, I was like, why the he had a great start to I think last season. Yeah, he scored um, three goals in the first five or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, Oh, okay, this is like the new kid for for United and all that stuff. But as I got to see him, I'm like, oh, he's just a – he's like a shit little scrawny Traore is what he feels like to me. Yeah, so. yeah, that's what he is. And the famous thing is he was supposed to go to Leeds in their version of All or Nothing the first year with Bielsa. Mm-hmm. They, they made like three episodes about the Daniel James transfer where it's one of these – they have the paperwork and they blow it and he doesn't go. And he stays yeah. at he stays at Swansea. And he at Swansea, his level was great. But mm-hmm. at United, he's miscast and he's just like, you're a championship super fast winger. It's right. not like he's young. He's not, I mean, sorry, he's young, but he's right. not like it's, he's 17. He's 23, right? He's 23, so yeah. And Bielsa will make something out of it. Bielsa I was going to say, I actually really like that for Leeds because of yeah. Bielsa. Um, yeah, Bielsa will find something to do with him. He'll make he, him run he does around have, until he loses his brain. He does have a little bit of an end product, which I mean, they're sort of wanting for at this point at, at Leeds. Yeah. So it's not a, not a ton, not 32 million worth, but so. Somewhere in the middle. And then, of course, they have Ronaldo. Now, right. from a from a overall United get better thing, they have gotten better. Mm-hmm. So this, let's, let's just say this is automatically, they have a grade of a B, right? Yep. But it, it's not an A for me because I don't think, I'm going to put the letter grade in. Okay. I don't, I don't think it's a, I don't think Ronaldo is what they needed. This is very similar to Chelsea with the first year of Frank, where they buy all these players all in the same place. They basically get suckered into buying Cristiano without, Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't have a better way to say it. There was no market. No one was going to buy them. They hear about City and they buy Cristiano on emotion. And is he going to score? Is he going to do all these things? We don't know. We do know. No, no, we know he's, he's going to score. But at at at, at, who, at to the detriment of who? But that's what I was saying. We we talked right? about this already on one of the other episodes. Where is he going to score? You bet your ass. He's. You. Are you ready? Yeah. Late Gretzky. Do you remember late yeah. Gretzky Rangers? Yeah, I do. I do. He, he was, was great. Bad. He no, was he good. Was, the team was, yeah. was bad. Right. It was, they and were great in '97 and horrible after that. When Messier right, left. He, right, but it was sort of like they would feed him the puck. He was like a minus. 30 he didn't yeah. check anyone no well he's that's exactly so that's a great he's parallel. Still, he still got the 80 assists and he but he was like 15 goals that were tap-ins he couldn't shoot he couldn't get around the ice anymore it was like what are we doing it's it's Gretzky on the Rangers isn't that nice yeah but they yeah. weren't good so that's what I fear for Ronaldo like there's a lot of you know again I talk about this a lot but that zero sum like is it is Greenwood not going to play? Is Rashford not going to play? Is Sancho not going to be able to break right. in? Is it going to be Cavani and Ronaldo? Or is Ronaldo going to play through the middle? Ronaldo really doesn't want to play through the middle. They're going to yeah. be playing with 10 men all the time, constantly, because so, he doesn't defend at all. So that's and, and the thing. That's that, a segue for me, because the yeah. one thing that they – by the way, take Ronaldo out of it. This was a very good window for United. But sure. – What's the one position? It's not a it's not a C or a D or a failure. Sure. But they could what's win the, the league. The one position they really needed to strengthen and they didn't was defensive midfielder. And they didn't touch it. They didn't touch it at all. And so Kamavagia, the guy they should have got, there's an article in the Atlantic that literally said he would have been worth six points. This is after they signed Sancho. Yeah. Six points is a big difference. Uh, a defensive midfielder to mm-hmm. who just wants to defend break up play, can carry the ball. They really need Ndombele, the idea of Ndombele. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, exactly. So, so that's the thing Hoiberg, for me. Right? They need Hoiberg. Exactly, and and, and it, you don't need this big, sexy bit, you know, brand name. You but need... they, got, they got duped. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't care so much about that because now they're similar 
to City where you can basically pick the the, the attacking three or four out of a hat and it's going to be fine, right? City like step roulette, man. You never know who the fuck. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. You you're 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 there now. You basically yeah. you have Bruno, you have Greenwood, you have Rashford, you have um, Sancho, Ronaldo, Cavani. I'm missing Here's one a, or you, two. You I'm something sure. to remember in the Euros, either he was tired or playing Bruno with. Cristiano is a problem because they get in each other's way. They want to mm-hmm. be in the same place, right? These are these things yep. that it's every one thing is another thing. Like Pep says it all the time. It's like I don't have defenders who defend. I don't have attackers who attack. We defend as a group. We attack right. as a group. Everybody does everything, right? It's mm-hmm. it's very much like City don't have any good defenders. Really, sure. they kind of just defend as a unit. And oh, and yeah. I and this is where the Ole thing comes in. Does anyone trust Ole to figure this out? You know my opinion. No. <laughs> well, okay. What you've done is you've taken a guy who's first of all, you had a few already. You have Pogba. You've got, I mean, even like Maguire almost. You've got players whose name brands, their egos, no, they're so sure, sure, Maguire's sure. But like what I'm saying is they're so much bigger than Ole. So yes. now you've got the biggest person in the world. Is he going to be able to manage that at all? Is he going to command the respect of Ronaldo? They that's a that's a tall order. No, no, he's not. He's not big enough. No. Anyway, so so speaking of a of a B, United got a B, and then we have to go on to the next in our list is of the contenders. It's really the contenders we're talking about. And yeah, I think really so. Close. Uh, it's Chelsea, and we talked about Marina Granescavia last week and got a lot of views. So thanks everybody for watching it. It really made a difference in our sort of profile. But they're an A. They're an A+. Plus. Yep. They're just like, they got the one guy they needed. They got the the full-on attack. And then they probably have, like, you know, potentially the deal of the freaking window. And they, I mean, we can't even list who they moved out. They cleared There's the so decks. They made so much money. They are, I think they're a net positive in this window. It's it could have been. It could have been. After, after the 2.59 million positive. Unbelievable. And they bought a $100 million player. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that is just, you know, again, we can't we can't really um, sort of uh, talk about it more. The Liverpool result, even though they were under the cosh and you had this problem of, you know, being down a man, that was a win for them. Sure. At Anfield, 45 minutes down a man. And they... Oh, yeah. They bullied Liverpool. Yeah. Down a man. At Anfield, going into the cop end, they gave up nothing. It's a bully team. I was not a Tukalista. Uh, I don't really remember him too much at Dortmund or Mines. I just remember him at PSG trying to take on the Neymar and Bobby duo. And that seemed to be just, you know, he couldn't really break Neymar, which is what he needed to do. And exactly. he got himself fired, basically, in the middle of the season. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And, uh, you know, he was like, fuck you guys. I'm out of here. Because uh, he's not he, he's not political. He's like, that's a nice thing. One of the things that's different, and I don't know if everyone knows this, about the Premier League is it's much less political than other leagues. Like, La Liga is a shit show in terms of management and how much you have to be available. France has a very vicious press that has literally never given out a 10 out of 10 to a player in a ratings review. Now, France is not hardcore. Italy, right. we know, is super duper intense. You have the fucking ultras trying to kill you. England is the cake. The managers do two interviews a week, and that's it. Yep. And they don't. Nobody bothers you. <laughs> so for Tuchel, it's like a dream. It's like, oh, this is awesome. I you know it's interesting. Right. I, I'm looking more at Chelsea's list, right? And like you said, it's there's two players that they brought in. Yep. That's it. They brought in Romelu Lukaku, obviously, and Saul Niguez, uh, right at the buzzer on deadline day and what he gives you first of all he's a very speaking of players united should have gotten uh he's a very very strong central midfielder but what he does he's 26 years old he's a good player he's an option to buy him next year he gives you conte Cover. insurance cover right now and so that's kind of they have they have the they have the they got cover for both spots yeah for both the Jorginho yeah. and the conte spot and so you know going back to our girl marina we were talking about tammy abraham kurt zuma Tamori to Milan, uh, Zappacosta, Moses, Bakayoku, Giroud. They just cleared it's out a, everything. It's incredible. You know, it's like um, a whole team that they 
transferred out. So the term that Spurs fans use uh, about a lot of their players is dead wood. And it's absolutely right. I mean, for the only players, I, I would say Zuma is not necessarily Deadwood. He's surplus to requirements. And Tammy Abraham as well. Tammy Abraham's already off to the races at Roma. He's going to be he's really good. good. He's, he's going to be the guy they, they can bring him back. they're going to buy him back in three years. Right, exactly. Um, yeah. So I think that, you know, I, I don't think there's any question that they get an A. They didn't. The, the, the business they did was in balancing the books and making sure that they could go get the one player they absolutely needed. And it should be said, this is not, we talked about it this, uh, you know, before we started recording, this is not the reason they went to get Lukaku, but one of the side effects of that was Lautaro Martinez and uh, Inter and Spurs had agreed a contract already. <laughs> no, no, no. They had agreed a deal and Chelsea came in and gazumped them. They're like, oh yeah, 70, here's a hundred for Lukaku. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, well, Lotaro, sit your ass down. He's already now, signed a new contract. Here's another important piece. These, these are not bad play- – like, they're not really dead wood. It's just guys who had never had a shot. Libra That's Mento, what I'm saying. We've already seen at Southampton, is a really good player. Gehi, who's playing at Crystal Palace, we'll cover Palace in a minute, is incredible. Giroud's already scoring goals. So they're sprinkling great oh, sure. talent through the league and making money. You know, one man's trash is another man's treasure. And some guys, they just have to make a move. And we see the sad – American Matt Miazga is supposed to be something, but it's not. Oh, remember when he was uh, supposed to be a thing? Yeah, well, it's fine. And then uh, I think uh, we, we move on to um, to Liverpool, who I think we've talked about it as a theme. They're still really running the same group out there. They brought in one player. They brought in um, Conante. Conante, is that his name? Defender? Uh, yeah. And, you know, they'll break him in slowly. He's covered. They don't want to go into their their deep bin. They, the guy they brought in during the the great tragedy of, oh, poor Liverpool. They lost all the defenders. Kabak they sent out already. They just use him. You yep. play defense, you can go now. Um, but, you know, I, I still think they're long in the tooth. I still think I, – I just don't see them – they're on the outside looking in of the four. I, I mean, I first say, of all, they're really, really strong. Right, and let me no, just say really, that. They're really, really good. But we're t- we're talking about fine margins here, right? We're talking yes. like the difference between Chelsea, Liverpool, City, and Manchester United. They're all really close, I think, this season. Had City gotten Kane, I think they would have gotten further away. Well, of course, and I and I actually don't see them all that close still. But uh, well, Chelsea maybe. Anyway, speaking of Liverpool, what we talked about this is a while ago now, but the way that I characterize them is very similar to um I want to say like just after the last season of White Hart Lane Spurs with Pochettino because what they had was an, a a group they didn't have anybody that they could afford to really go out and arguably take the place of one of those players in the best 11 right a D. what they wow I didn't even see your grade <laughs> I gave them a D yeah but wow, so okay. but the problem is with that is that they didn't really get cover. They have they have Jota from last year and he's he's proving to be great. By the way, Mane and Salah are gonna fuck off for like six weeks in Africa. God knows they'll probably have to quarantine well, when they come knows? back. They might shut the whole thing down. They might shut the whole thing down. And, and in that case, fine. But like you have to go into the season planning to lose two of your three attacking players for six weeks, if not more. So Knowing that they really didn't do much. Now it should be said they graduated Harvey Elliott. He's he looks like a real player. He's very very good. Um, and if you can, <laughs> and if you can solve those problems from within, that's great. Yeah, but like, yeah, you, I mean, you that's, really that's, didn't reinforce anything. I mean, that's the thing that we're sort of just taking these things in a vacuum. There are things that emerge. There's an injury that can happen. That's what I mean by saying these are close. Like for Arsenal, for 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 United, right? It's a B because does Cristiano fit in? They don't have that one piece. It's an A for Chelsea because they get the one thing that they needed, which was someone who could score goals. And Lukaku looks he looks transformed. He was the best player in a 10-man team just because of his defensive value. And then we have Liverpool, who's just like, it's getting – are you Burnley in disguise? Why are you running <laughs> the same fucking guys out there over and over again? No, but that's and why. If you, because there's not – yeah. Go ahead. No, no. Well, there, there's not. There's not the player who's going to come in and challenge any of these players. They let Wijnaldum walk. That was confusing to me. Why wouldn't you just let him? Why don't you pay him, right? And that's sort of another thing. Where and by Maybe the way, not Elliot. Maybe they they think he's that's ready. fine. That's yeah. fine. And they do have players coming through the system, and that's okay too. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is that they have these these this. It's not. It's not an an ironclad 
best 11. But what they have is they're strapped right now, relatively speaking. The F, you know, family yeah, sports really, group is trying to keep their shit on the straight and narrow. I mean, look, yeah, you saw they, with the Red American Sox. Companies they, don't spend money. They traded Mookie Betts for no good goddamn reason at all. Yeah, I, so, that's what I would tell Liverpool fans. Go ask Red Sox fans how they're feeling. Right, exactly. So so you've, you've got that. It's the same ownership group. And the other thing is that they would have spent $25, $30 million if there was a player – who could make a difference for that price? And it's sort of, it's sort of a chicken and the egg situation. And that's what I mean is that, that's that's where they they have that parallel to it's that Spurs an, team from four or five years ago. That I think is a problem. It's the players that were supposed to make a difference by now have not. Minamino, nothing out of him. Yeah. Uh, 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 Oxy Chamberlain, nothing. Who's Shakiri. They sold Shakiri. Well, they he was already there. Keita, nothing. I mean, Keita's maybe now. But like the player, there has been, they've been sort of getting away with things that haven't worked. Like they've signed guys that haven't, I mean, only Fabinho after that first breakthrough has been the difference maker, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Speaking of Tiago. Yeah. Tiago, not, I mean, he is injury prone anyway, but, but, but still, uh, yeah, they, they need, they need help. I think, um, Liverpool actually needs to talk to our friend Joe. I think they need, you think they, they need do? attitude of gratitude. I think they do. I think they need attitude of gratitude consulting to help them out with finding money to find replacements for their team. Now, it's all seriousness, though. Uh, <laughs> Joe from Attitude of Gratitude is our pal. He's a financial consultant and a financial wizard. Helps people with their financial issues. More on like the real tactical level, not like these thousand foot level, but like, let me see your bills. Why are you paying this? Why do you watch? the fifth thing of netflix did you know that the overlap between amazon and and netflix is this much so he helps you out finding money to make sure that the things in your house are running well and you have the money you need for the things you want to do uh just contact our friend joe at attitude of gratitude consulting at attitude of gratitude consulting.com liverpool give joe a call need your help and speaking of people who don't need their wait wait wait. imagine real quick i want to i want to expand on that imagine john henry listens to the show right big fan of uh big fan of the show joe yeah yeah yeah. so so john henry calls up he calls up joe our pal joe and he goes hey uh yeah is this joe from attitude of gratitude consulting this is uh this is john henry of fenway sports group i i run uh liverpool football club and the boston red sox i hope uh, joe's Joe's a, a New Jersey guy. I hope he would hang up on him just because I, ho- I hope Joe's a Yankee fan. But uh, I don't know who's who, what baseball team Joe supports. But uh, regardless, I, um, I'm i just envisioning a world where the head of finan- uh, Fenway Sports Group is like, yeah, uh, this is A guy, this, this a guy who made money on hedge funds and, uh, yeah, and yeah, yeah, micro-trading yeah. and all sorts of bullshit like that. And then Joe would kick it back to us and be like, "Well, stop signing Nabi Kaita, you fucking idiot." So yeah, Joe, can I look at your can I look at your transfer record? Right, right, right. Yeah, Joe, that didn't work. <laughs> I'm gonna say this, Joe. If if you get a call from John Henry, give us a call. We'll help you with that one. Okay, yeah, we help no. you help us out a lot. We'll help you out yeah, with this one. Yeah, we promise. Sure. On sure. the house, on the house. <laughs> You're getting an extra long ad there. Uh, yeah. There. And speaking of a team that does not need help with financial consulting, but does need help with making deals, my team, Manchester City. What do you got? Um, it has to be a C. It yeah. has to be. It has to be a C. It, it's weird to be a C. You're the champions. You had the most swag-tastic English player in a, in a decade in uh, Jack Grealish. It all looked so good. But the naive sort of dealing of either trusting Charlie Kane or trusting Harry Kane to be like, yeah, we'll get out of this. And you're <laughs> being like, no, I, you're not getting out of this. And thinking that if you just hold firm on, you know, Danny Levy, Daniel Levy says 150 million pounds and they go, no, I'll give you a hundred. And he's like, uh, no, I'm not giving you, no. What nah. word don't you understand? No. Right. I'm not doing this. I cannot so, replace Harry Kane for Bernardo Silva and and seventy million pounds. That's not there was enough. there was so much fanfare around Grealish and around Kane that what I just he, assumed they were doing. More? Yeah, they were. I just assumed they were doing other business. I'm looking at their transfers list. That's it. It. Yeah, that's it. Some players now, went out. That it I mean, needs to be said. What does Manchester City need? They needed a striker, but otherwise, 
they're too deep at every position. And yeah, I've said it. Anything. I've said it on the show. They didn't need Jack Grealish. They no. needed a striker. They didn't need Harry Kane. You they know who they needed? A striker. They needed Danny Ings. They and but we'll talk not, about Villa. He's not. Ah, he's dude. Not, he's too. He's too English. He's too something. You know what I mean? That's like, that's fair. Fine. You know who they could have used? Tammy Abraham, right? <laughs> so like, I'll take him. Yeah. Oh my God, he would. Any, he would anyone, any of the, any, any any kind of of use striker. Like, yeah. we, there's a famous, you know, Wilfred Boney. We signed. Like, we could have taken Jekko back. I mean, like any a body, mm-hmm. someone who's mm-hmm. in the box, just a striker of a competent level. Like I once, and Danny Ings when you, I was like, hey, hey, well, Ali Watkins, go get him, go get him. I like him. You yeah, know, run, exactly. He's young. He'll do stuff. Right. Yeah. We love stealing things from Aston Villa. So why not go get Ali Watkins? <laughs> uh, but yeah, the Kane thing, and then the getting played by United for for Ronaldo, like yeah. being in the mix for that, having that Thursday night where I'm sending fucking welcome to Manchester things and getting retweeted by fucking freezing cold takes, like that was oh, my that was moment fun. of glory. Uh, and I I took it as a very city way to uh, to do it at shorted for it against myself. So. <laughs> It, uh, it 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 felt shitty. It didn't have to be this bad. But like when you break it down, it's like you didn't get Messi last year. He was available again. You still mm-hmm. didn't get him because you didn't want to get played. You had Kane as the target. No backup. Not, no, no fallback plan. No like, hey, my guy, you know, if this falls through, we're going to call you right away. Just hang on. None of that. Right. Then Ronaldo comes like, oh, yeah, blah, 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 blah. Meanwhile, uh, you know, Mendez is like calling Ed Woodward. He's going to City. And then he's ca- he calls fucking Real Ferdinand and he calls Alex Ferguson. And, and Ferguson gives him the fucking Aberdeen cry. He's not fucking going to goddamn City. <laughs> and, he, and, and, you know, and it happens in seconds. Yep. yep. And City are there just like, yeah, we're fine. We don't care what we have. No. Ferran Torres is not a fucking striker. No. Well, okay. We want him to be. Okay, and we're three games in. We're at the he international break, obviously. Goals, no problem. No, I'm not. I'm not worried about Ferran Torres. Phil Foden in the false nine. If that's the worst you do, ah, uh, what a horrible hardship Manchester he's City has. has. Like he's the only one that has any fucking. Balls I do. I still. I can't quit you, Phil Foden. I want to, but I can't. I know. Um, you got the yeah, I mean, of like, who the fuck's gonna play? I yeah. think. I think the Grealish thing was actually really vital and a season early. They got him a season early because I think. Yeah. No, no, no. And they're continuing to replenish, right? Like, yeah, Sterling's getting long in the tooth. I get that. But man, you like like I said about United, you've got all those six players. By the way, I didn't even mention Paul Pogba when I listed those players off. Um, you know, City, know. let's go with it. You've got Torres, you've got Foden, De Bruyne, Grealish, um Gabriel, Silva. Gabriel Jesus, Bernardo Silva. That's six right there. There's like two or three that I'm missing. You forgot about Gundogan. Well, he's he led the team in goals. He did. He led the team in goals, but he's further back in the field. I'm saying like attacking players. But so, and then my guy Delap that I'm I can't wait. And so that's the other question I was going to ask you. Yeah. Well, he's 18. If he's if he plays 10 games, it would be a fucking miracle. But you don't know. You don't know. Guys can get hurt. He'll be in those games. Those extra games. He's a big fucking mother. Guy scored 25 goals. In the yeah. Levels, so. I mean, look, uh, and what does that mean in the Premier League level? Fuck all is what it means. But it on means city. It means nothing. Yeah. But on city, but if you walk into that team, if you are physical, if you can play the position, you can. You're gonna fall ass backwards into goals, right? Yeah, all I mean, you have he, to could do- be, he could be. He could be Holland disguise for all I know. I'm not uh, smart enough fine. to know enough about football, but he's big, strong, and fast. Sure, and and yeah, he's not, so but he's not like Holland is really. Yeah, I'm interested to see him, um, and and we'll see what happens. So, uh, that's a C for Manchester City. We're gonna go on to my beloved uh, Tottenham Hotspur, and um, this is the first passing grade they've gotten in a while. I would say last summer they probably got a B ish, B minus as well. Um, but before that, it's been like D, D, F, F, D, F, horrible. It's like <laughs> well, my first semester. Somebody didn't show up, right? Like it took a gap year. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, yeah, it was like my first semester in college. Um, yeah, like, so you, you're like, what's it? Double secret probation. What's your, are you the way that I look school? at this? <laughs> I was, I was actually the way that I look at Spurs window is 
first two two ways. They got rid of they they lost Toby Aldevero. They lost um, Eric Lamella. There were a couple of players who came in. Last of the pouches. Yeah, but these are but these are staples, right? Every player that was that was went out the door, a younger, promising, arguably higher ceiling player came in, right? So you have Christian Romero who replaces Toby. By the way, sneaky little bit of business there. It's a loan with a permanent or, or obligation to buy, which means that fifty million transfer is actually on next year's books, which is going to be next year's excuse why we don't get what we want. Um, Brian Heal was basically a twenty million transfer with with twenty million and Eric Lamella. He looks like a player. I'm really excited about him. Um, on deadline day, Emerson Royal from Barcelona, part of the, the exodus from Barca, and we'll talk about that in a second. Um, oh 22 years old. He's a right back. Uh, so he's effectively – And then your, that's your, his man, job to your, your man Aurier just got cut. Like, here's uh, your contract. Get the fuck out of here. Don't let the door hit you on the ass in the way out. <laughs> and, 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 and a sneaky move, um, Pape Sar. They they 18 years old, one of the more promising players in Europe. This is the this is the um the Paratici effect, right? Like these are the players that's that Tottenham are in for now, whereas they never would have been. Frankly, you know who this reminds me of a little bit more expensive when we bought him? Deli Ali. We we loaned him back to MK Dons at, at his age 18 season. He played and he came back over to us the next year. So I like the business that they did. I wish they could have gotten rid of a little bit more Deadwood. They I looked though. 40 million in wages came off the books this year. That's not nothing, especially in Spurs universe. So I don't, the caveat there is I don't the know how much came on the books. Is what makes you almost have an A is that you didn't lose. And, and right. Huge. And, and you held on to Harry Kane. Thank you. So that's the main, the main piece for you, for me. Do you, you basically I have a real, I have a real question. Yeah. Could he, if you guys are okay in January and you're looking decent. Yeah. Would Levy move him? No, um, just out of out of because he's petty, he wouldn't. Not because it's yeah. good or good or bad business, but um, the interesting but, but, thing. But though, the thing funny. is, if 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 City then just goes, you know what, we're fucking doing it. We're winning this Champions League. I fucking had it. Yeah, and they well, guess what? The price just went up again. But um, if that were the case, then I would say um, I don't think so. But well, that's what the interesting would, thing. If in I were tweet, you, I would we, want. I would want that to happen. If I were a Spurs fan. And you're having a good, positive first half of the season. Kane is doing okay, but you know we're fine. We're not going to go down. We're not slumping. And you see City in like sixth place or fifth place. I would move Kane at that point. Take the money. Well, so that's the interesting thing. It's not so much about the place; it's the margins, right? The goal for this team is to get back in the top four. The goal for oh, this team is to get, get into the Champions League because get to the top four. Not the way it is. Now. I'm not saying we are or we aren't. What I'm saying is the mission statement at Tottenham Hotspur is because yeah. what the problem they had this year, they had an they had an agreement for Jules Kounde who almost went to Chelsea and ended up not. They had that in the bag. It was Davinson Sanchez who, by the way, is looks like he's starting to come good as an aside, uh, and 20 million for Jules Kounde. Right, you're going to put him right next to Romero. You're going to have a completely revamped center back position, mm -hmm. but. He wouldn't come because he didn't want to play in the Europa Conference League, right? There were a lot of re recruitment issues for those top-level players that Paratici did a good job negotiating with, but it just wasn't to be because all these players were like, well, I want, I want Champions League. You know, he flirted with Weston McKinney, who's playing right now for the United States of America against El Salvador, we think. Um, <laughs> so, you know, it, he was hamstrung. I think he did really well for what he had to work with. But m not moving out enough Deadwood for me is why it's a B minus and not maybe an A. Ah, I think they did good. I think they did I think, good. No, no, no. And, I'm, not, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm not, just not saying yeah. it's amazing. That's all. And then uh, that, to, to their lucky neighbor, the fact that Arsenal gets included in this list is a little bit weird. I mean, we get Spurs, but Arsenal, incomplete. We don't know what the <laughs> fuck they look like, right? They, they've made some deals that they might be good. I don't know. I think right now their grade, I'm sure Arsenal fans are saying it's a D. I just don't know right now because a lot of these guys that they got are big money buys, right? Like Lokongo looks okay, 15 million, not bad. Mm -hmm. Ben White, I know from my from my days at, at Brighton, is good. Is he 50 million good? No. I don't know. But it no, might he's not 50 million good. He might be 
someday, but they're they're paying over the margins for players that might be because that's where they that's are. That's the right interesting now. thing. Yeah, Odegaard, we like, we both like and both discussed. The it's almost that- like, and so I was talking to a friend of mine, Taylor, who listens to the show but couldn't stomach the Arsenal talk because we were hammering them last week. I so do, Taylor, I do have one good the the the, the Tomiyasu from Bologna one. I we'll get know to him in a second. Be good, and I'll t- I'll tell you why. Because people are biased against Asian sports athletes. Yeah, that's fine. He's that's probably fine. way better. Just like Sun is way better, and just like Kagawa is really good. He's just like all these guys. They just they're different. They he's different interesting coach. because he's a defensive minded defender, right? He's a right back yeah, slash center back. He he's not really a, your prototypical Premier League get forward fullback. He can be a little more versatile. But he's got um, nastiness. He fights. Yeah, yeah. Listen, I mean, Spurs were in on him for a while until Barcelona was having that fire sale with Emerson yeah. Royal. So they were like, "Oh, sorry, Takahiro, have fun in the other part of North London." But the thing about Arsenal, and you mentioned it, is that they are uh, they're overpaying for marginal players. Not marginal, I shouldn't say, but they're they're, they're certainly overpaying, and. I said this to to my buddy Taylor, who again we apologize to for the Arsenal slander, as as warranted as it may it's or may not, not slander, be. Slander, it's real. This is what it is real. But the yeah. thing is, is that um, you know, I told I was like, you remember Rounders when uh, John Turturro goes, if you can't find the sucker in the table in the first five minutes, you're the sucker. That's how transfer negotiations go with Arsenal, right? Teams go, Aaron Ramsdale, huh? Forty million, and they're like. I don't know about that. 35 million. Okay, deal, idiot. Here you go. Here's Aaron fucking Ramsdale. So, you know, I don't, it's I, it, it boggles that that transfer boggles the mind. Yeah. 30 million dollars for Aaron Ramsdale. He's now, too short and he's yeah. gone down twice. Now, he's been the player of the season for both those teams. I don't know what that means. Yeah. It just he's means he's peppered. too short and has to dive and make it look like he's doing stuff. Right. Give me the fucking six foot seven Mendy goalkeepers. Oh, and he's how fantastic. much was Manyon that 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 Inter bought after they let Donnarumma go? I honestly don't know, but yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I like Ben White. I think he's more. He's in more of the John Stones mold than um than you know Vincent Company or. He's not. He's definitely not Campbell. He's definitely not Tony Adams, which is mm-hmm. what they need. What they needed was they needed to sign Dunk and White together. My guy, I've been yeah. telling them. Okay. okay. Sign Tarkovsky and White. If they if they had just signed Tarkovsky, uh, people would be so happy. They'd be like, "Oh my God, I have a real English defender who's like, oh, this ball, you're gonna kick it to me. There's people coming. It's going. It's gone. I'm not." Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now we have to say, and this is this is uh, one of my best deal segments from for later on okay. i love the martin odegaard signing i think he I was their best player last year uh he's got he's already hit the ground running a little bit there's listen there's not all that much around him right now it's going to get better for arsenal he is going to be one of the main reasons it gets better but we already um, said it man they need 10 points in their next five games and yeah it has to be yeah. 10 with and a so doesn't have to beat tottenham has to not play lose. well versus tottenham the, they can lose now, if they, they lose and the, if they if they lose by accident and play like play well and lose, it's still where they are now. That's gonna. It no, but it'd matter. be like a bullshit VAR goal, then no one's gonna kill them over that. You know what I mean? Okay, okay, fine. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, so yeah, that's my that's my best deal. I will start with that. Is Martin Odegaard to Arsenal? Big fan of of his. Um, I think, like I said, I think that it is gonna get better. But he's going to be, he's gonna the unlock a little bit better. more of Smith Rowe. Uh, yeah, and that's the thing. Everybody around him is going to get a little bit better because his attention being applied to, yeah, yeah, to all the so, other players around. So him. the funny thing is, is my best deal is uh, Damari Gray. If you remember him from the Leicester days, he was sort of the mm-hmm. up-and-comer, speedy guy. They send him away to Bayer Leverkusen. He doesn't really stick there. But Everton buy him back for less than three million dollars. That's the kind of deal that Arsenal need. They need guys like that. They need to take flyers on players who can deliver. And Damari Gray scored a goal against my beloved Brighton the other day. Now, it was made by Allen's midfield pass. Really, Arsenal need Allen, but that's another story for another day. Yeah. But I think at this point, Everton are a better club and a bigger club than Arsenal in a weird way. Uh, well, not big Better. Club. I don't know about bigger. We don't talk about Everton when they when they suck. No. No, that's because how they, you don't know have Arsenal's... Fan. they don't have Arsenal fan TV. There's no Everton right. fan TV. <laughs> But they, but the, the thing about the the reason why is the reason why they're not even close to as big a club as Arsenal is because well, they haven't won they anything didn't... since the eighties. 
they haven't had the fall from grace exactly yeah. so they, fe- they have, fell already right right but they never but they never reached the pinnacle right i mean the, in the 80s would arsenal fans take david Moyes right now of course of course they would <laughs> why wouldn't they would you have yeah, to have kill it would they would they swap all of west ham for what they have yes 100% i was going to say you don't get moyes without <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Moyes without Antonio at this point is worthless, yeah. right? So, like, just... yeah, yeah. but yeah. So, so in terms of instead of getting myself way out of the way, I just think Damari Gray for one point five million dollars, he's gonna score one point five million pounds. He's gonna score them if he's five and five on the wing, five wings, five goals, five assists, maybe. I think ten or fifteen goal contributions would be killer. I mean, he might be as good as Leon Bailey as we go into you know team underrated windows. Yeah, uh, for you, right? Like, yeah, I mean, you're I'm gonna I'm, talk about tell, talk us tell us about what you think about Villa. I'm gonna talk about the fighting former Grealishes. Uh, you know, I think that the way that they spent that money was so so uh, measured. They basically spent it even before they had it, which was kind of cool. Um, well, they you knew know, they were gonna get the hundred. Of course, well, no, I knew that. I know that they knew, but like, the thing was. And the thing I was afraid of with with the Kane money that may have come in was that they were going to bundle it uh, and, and say, OK, well, this player and then the prices go up on players. Right. Like, oh, he was a twenty five million dollar player. Now he's a forty five million dollar player or whatever. And they really locked down Buendia from Norwich, Bailey from Bayer Leverkusen and Danny Ings, our fate, one of our favorites. Right. So bang, three right off the jump um, that effectively you took Grealish out of the lineup and you put three players Three players that start, walk right into your best eleven. So, I mean, uh, for me, they it's great. Have to, but they, the hard thing is, is that Grealish really was creating four three players. That's how good he was. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and and the thing <laughs> was is that I mean, the thing that Grealish does, and one of the most underrated parts of his value is that he he puts himself into situations. His his positioning is in his technical positioning around a player is that such that he gets fouled more than any player in the league and he creates set pieces which for a team it's, like villa creates goals it's the it's the stop start it's the acceleration deceleration yes. it's mm-hmm. it's the sort of body control changing strength. direction right mm-hmm. he's, so um, he's been look, so good already for city look they've had a tough start to the season but i think that betting okay. these guys in i think they'll be fine and i think Buendia is going to get off, he has gotten off the mark already but he's got to get uh, 10 and 10 that's the that's the goal yeah, for him yeah okay i could see 10 him and doing 10 that. and one red not two <laughs> my <laughs> only concern obviously is that Danny Ings can be made of glass and but if he can have, get they've got Watkins that's the thing no i know i know but if if Danny Ings and i'm not i don't mean to belittle Watkins or Traore or El Ghazi any of these attacking They're players good. that they have i'm a big fan of what Villa's got already but again you've got Bailey and Buendia walking right into that team so you've got They're competition good. that's going to raise those guys levels um but yeah, I, I mean Ings and 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 uh, and Watkins. The thing for for me for Ings is that if he can play twenty five Premier League games this year, ideally He's thirty or fifteen, it, at least. Yeah. So um, yeah, I mean they uh, they were my team before the season. I picked to go really really well, um, and it's because I love the way that they kind of handled their business with Grealish. We both need before their and after. Claret and they, we need their Claret and Blue to destroy the Burnley Claret and Blue. Oh, because we can't. St- we can't stress that enough. Yeah, it's very important that there can only be two. There can only be two. All right, what do you got? Yeah. I've got I've got Crystal Palace as the underrated window. Okay. Now okay. it is a hipster pick. They seem to have finally righted it. The only issue I have with them is I'm not sure about Vieira. But if someone if they end up firing Vieira, they have awesome players. They just got Edward out of Celtic. He's mm-hmm. 23 years old. That's a good here, sign. Here, his last, here are his last three seasons. 18, 19, 15, and 5. 20, 21, 19, 20, 21, and 9. Uh, 20, at 22 years old. Last season, 18, and 4. This is a good fucking player who, of Paris PSG uh, heritage. So they've got a really good striker to replace, basically replacing Ayu. Mark Gahey, uh, Chelsea that they brought in. Uh, Joakim Anderson, who was the best part of Fulham's defense last year. He was. I think he was the captain as as a loan, right? He he was a loan to Fulham and became the captain. So that tells you a lot. Um, And then, of course, my new favorite, like, Jack Grealish, you're fired. My guy, Connor Gallagher. Bring it. Bring it. He's like a non- 
he's like a masculine version of uh, Tom Cantwell, who's a little bit femme. Ah, <laughs> oh, a little bit, a lot of it. Yeah, right. Like, like Ken, Cantwell looks at Connor Gallagher and goes, "That's what I was going for." <laughs> right, the hair. He's much more muscular. He's much stronger. Scored two really good goals. Got really stuck in. Really nice fighting player. Sort of a West Brom sort of. You know, sometimes these teams go down. You kind of don't see the fight, but he was one right. who stood out for me. And then another sneaky good signing is Will Hughes from Watford. A nice your defense work. is terrified. Yeah, Will yeah. Hughes Will on Hughes. fire. He's a uh, he's kind of like a shitty kind of uh, Gareth Barry type, like just a defender, yep. a getting away guy. Like, is this guy gonna? fucking Lee Cattermole cunt over here running around in my face. But these are the type of guys that I talk about, these Englishness. He's got yep. the Englishness. He's got the fight. Now, does Palace have a lot to do still? Yes. But they got the right players at the right price. And whether they are able to stay in the league, I don't know. But they've got assets, right? If it's about, if you're in a rebuilding phase, you want to have assets and, and hope. And Palace fans can still have hope. They still have Zaha. They still have Eze to come back, hopefully this year. I don't know. He did his Achilles. But that would be my favorite window. Uh, and Palace, Palace fans will be over the moon uh, with who they have. Let me expand on this for a second because I, when you look at their in and out, we talked about it earlier in the summer. They lost seven first-team players. Yeah, it's what, to it's free, what Burnley It's what Burnley They walked out the do. door. They, yeah. Sure, were, but they walked out the door. They, they didn't even old. sell them, okay? Stop. Yeah, so their 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 wages are off the books, but they didn't get anything as far as the transfer fee with, for them. So you had Gary Cahill, Scott Dan, Andros Townsend, Patrick Van Hunholt, um, who, by the way, I'm surprised they couldn't sell him, Mamadou Saku, uh, James McCarthy, and everybody's favorite racist, Wayne Hennessy. So uh, all of these players walked out the door for zero return. Uh, and they were able to turn it around better than I thought that they would. Uh, and I think Vieira is director of football or something. Yeah, yeah, I think Vieira is doing a good job with them so far. Um, I I am more optimistic on them than I was maybe even a month ago. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. I I like I Palace. That, I would hope that the yeah. difficulty is is that how much time does Vieira get? Like if they're languishing and they're like yeah bottom four and they're you know they're they're just straggling. I think they're a second half team. But it needs Vieira needs to coach his ass off and get this team moving and getting some good wins, or at least some swashbuckling wins. I mean, mm-hmm. listen, Roy Hodgson is a lot of things. Fun and exciting football is not one of them. Right. right? He kept that team in the league, playing the football he learned how to play when Alf Ramsey fucking won the World Cup for England in like yep. 1966. So, uh, like, good coach, good guy, found his right level at Palace. You know, famous, you know, uh, he's a lower half manager and that's what Palace are. But this version of Palace is another one that helps the league be much more fighting. And you expect that when you play them, you might get beat. Sure. They'll come out your ass. Sure. Uh, what else do we have? We got, Mike. I think we're. We've that's pretty much it. I mean, it's the it's the international break. There's not a ton. But what do you have? We ha- we've got to talk about Barcelona. <laughs> we have to talk about Barcelona. All right. You so this it. is out of our purview. But OK, so Barcelona is on fire, essentially. They have had the worst window in history. Like, just losing Lionel Messi for nothing makes it the worst window in history. Oh, yeah. But listen to this. They bought Antoine Griezmann two years ago for $140 million from Atletico de Madrid. He played like shit for them. He never did anything for them. He never fit in. He never did anything. Then they had to let Luis Suarez go to Atletico. And they, they won the league. Yep. Now they've sold or loaned. They've Griezmann loaned. Back to Atletico with an obligation to buy for $40 million. So they lost $80 million on him. And he gets to go back. No harm, no foul. They just eat $80 million because they need to sell anything to right. anyone for any reason at all. So anything that's literally not glued to the floor has to they're go. They're selling. Yeah, today. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, just catastrophic player. Anyone who had any value, I think, is gone. Like, the players that are still there basically have don't know resale value at their price, 
right? Mm-hmm. They would have loved to move Coutinho. Coutinho's not going anywhere. They no. fucking threw they threw Pjanic out the door. He went somewhere. I don't even know where he went. Yeah. They, they, they got rid of him. They got guys to cut their wages in half. Like half the, the old school Catalonians who went to the Masia, you know, uh, Alves and, and, uh, and, and Pique took shaves on their, on their price. Messi was supposed to stay under those conditions and it didn't work out and he had to go. Right? They didn't even they ask him even... in his press conference. He said, they asked me to shave my wages 50% and I agreed. And that was the last I heard from them. They didn't because ask they, me you, for anything else. You couldn't cut it with more than that. No, no, I understand. Off. But my point yeah. is like, they didn't ask for anything else. They just said no. Like <laughs> I did everything they asked and they still said no. So, yeah. Well, I mean, they must be in really bad shape, but the, apparently, and this is crazy because I don't know if you've ever been to Barcelona. One of the more beautiful cities in the world. I have the not. Picasso Museum is there. Sagrada Familia is there. All these amazing museums and art and Gaudi buildings. Just walking around is mosaic buildings. It's an incredible, beautiful place. The number one museum in Barcelona is the Museum of Barcelona Football Club. Yeah. And that's been closed for 18 months. And you think they make a lot of money on that thing? 90,000 people in that stadium. Empty. No ships coming in. There's been no money. They mm-hmm. got killed because they were basically buying players on like, oh, we'll pay you back because next year's next year's money. Right. We'll give it to you next year. Next year came due. It's like a 12-year-old playing franchise mode. Like, oh, I'll trade next yeah. year's draft picks. No big deal. Yeah. yeah, they basically traded all their draft picks. They need a steepian rule yeah. uh, in, that, in that regard. If you know anything about basketball, you couldn't trade two back and forth. That's bad. But yeah, Barcelona, you're having the worst window in the history of football. Uh, I cannot think it like it would be as though basically their window is like they went down. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They, it's almost relegated. like, yeah, they've gotten relegated. They are actually, they actually did get relegated. They got relegated out of the super league into regular La Liga. They're just a <laughs> shit La Liga team now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's really a good point. Yeah. All right, brother. All right. Let's get out of here. Okay. That was the Squeaky Bum Time podcast with Mike Salerno and Laurent Cortines. We are the football wing of the Chop Sports Network. We record on Tuesdays and Fridays, so be sure to subscribe wherever you are and wherever you get your podcast. And if you're listening on Apple, please rate and review. I read the reviews recently. They're all really, really good. And please check out our friends at FanHub, and please check out BetUSA. We'll put the link in the show because it helps us survive, survive, survive.